Jets fans, join the New York Jets for the second annual Turkey Trot 5K on Sunday, November 22nd at the Atlantic Health Jets Training Center. For more information and pricing, go to nycruns.com slash Jets 5K. As I spoke about before, Larry, uh, we will actually be in Houston, so I will not be able to participate in a 5K this year. But you promised to run and send the video back. I will do that. And, and a man uh, who joins us now, Jets cornerback Antonio Cromartie, I would imagine... Uh, you probably could uh, do some damage in a 5K. No, nah, I'm not running anything over 400 meters. No? Have you ever run a 5K before? No. What was your time in 400 meters? 45.5. State record? Yeah. No, not state record. Uh, actually, Xavier, a uh, kid I went, I went to another school, got the state record. He ran like 45.1 or 45.2. Wow. But, Larry, it had to be up there because uh, Crow is a legendary athlete down in the state of Florida. Yeah, he definitely is. He definitely is. And he's got, he's got a little speed to him, and he can uh, catch the ball, too, as he told us a couple of years ago when he wanted to do some wide receiver stuff. I mean, I still can. <laughs> and he can throw it, too. You yes, can watch can. these guys. I've seen them in warm-ups. In a, once in a while practice, uh, hey, when you let one unleash, uh, how many yards you can put the ball in there? Well, I used to. I can probably throw about 80 yards. 80 yards. Okay. So if we're playing like flag football or something, I wouldn't mind him being my uh, all-time quarterback. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's, he's the right person to do that. <laughs> Antonio Camardi, tell me about yesterday's game. Uh, second half, you guys just turned things around offensively and defensively. But first half, the defense didn't play bad. I know you want to keep them out of the end zone. You guys think shut out all the time. But considering turnovers in the NFL, you have three turnovers and you keep the opposition out of the end zone except for the one time, you know, you got a pretty good shot at coming back to win that game. I, th I mean, I think you do. I think the, the biggest thing, you know, we try to take a lot of pride in every turnover. Every turnover that happens with the offense is the opp opportunity for us to go out and show what kind of defense we're going to be and showcase, I mean, you know, the, you know the, what kind of players we have. And I think the biggest thing is, you know, like you said, we did give up the one touch now. And, you know, the way they got down, you know, we had some mis mis uh, miscommunication down there where some guys were – one in the right spot, and you know that's how they got a chance to have some big plays. But other than that, I mean, it's just a point of guys just going out and playing lights out for each other, and just you know, saying make sure that we're being accountable for every step of in every play. I'll tell you what, one of those big plays in the second half, Darrell Revis getting the interception was a 13-13 tie at that point. And one thing that really caught my ear was Todd Bull said after the game. Darrell Revis was playing zone. So once in a while, you guys play zone, huh? Well, he was playing zone. I was in man coverage. How, <laughs> but, you know, I think the, the biggest thing, you, we do have a chance to actually, in this defense, where we don't always play man-to-man. -man, but, you know, when we get those opportunities, it gives us the opportunity to look back at look back and go out and go make plays uh, the way that we need to. How much fun is that, Antonio, to play that chess game with the quarterback, to make him – think he's looking at something, but it's not really what he thinks it is. And I mean, because you wouldn't think, if you're looking at Revis, you're thinking, oh, he's man-to-man. -man. You would never think of him being in the zone. <laughs> no, you really wouldn't. But, uh, you know, that's, that's Todd Bowles defense. You know, being a part of Todd Bowles defense last year in Arizona, that's the same thing that we always got. You know, you, you come into it, you may look like we were playing man-to-man, -man, but we're showing a, showing a zone coverage or uh, a corner may be sending in a cover two where he's flat-footed and reading and just reading seeing anything that come out to him. So, uh, it's just the point is it's a change up and it gives quarterbacks different looks and like you say it's a chess game at the same time that 
Ty Bowles is playing with the offensive coordinator that we're trying to play with the, uh, with the quarterback. Crow, uh, you're a fortunate guy because you look at you the last couple of years, you're used to having early success. What was your record in Arizona last year? You guys ran off like <laughs> nine, nine in a row out of the gate or something like that. Uh, no, because we uh, ended up losing to Denver week five so, after the bye. Oh, so what was your, what was your record early? You it had to be was, nine uh, and one or something. It was four. It was uh, early on. It was like nine and one. Yeah, N- nine and one. Nine so, and one. so what's the key as far as handling success right now? Taking one game at a time. <laughs> That's the way you look at it. You know, you don't look. You don't look ahead. You don't think about anything else. You just think about and focus about. Focus on that one team that you play for that week, and that's it. You can't. You don't think about anything else. Antonio, who is Todd Bowles? You worked with him last year. <laughs> He's here this year. Is he the same guy? He's quiet. He just seems to be. Everything is it's going to be all right. Everything is even kill. Everything is one game at a time. Everything is just calm and, and, and cool and collective. That's Ty Bowles. That's, that's how I knew him when he was in Arizona as a defensive coordinator. Never panicked, never, you know, made things bigger than what it was. He was like, look, this is who we are, and this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We're going to take away this and see if they can do something else better. And that was it. What does that do for a player when your coach is like that? Because everybody always says that the players take the attitude or the personality of their head coach. So what does that do throughout the team on both sides of the football? No, I just think you just look at it differently. You just, I think every player may look at it, take it, take it their own way. But like for me, what I took it is like, look, all that I can focus on is this, is this one team. I'm not gonna look ahead, think about anybody else. I'm not trying to put my plans forward for anything else. My, my plans and my focus need to be on this one particular team and my assignment. And, you know, being a part of, of Todd Bowles these past two seasons, that's something I really took it, uh, away from him. I just focus on my assignment at, at that point in time. Don't think about anything else. Focus on one play at a time because no matter what it is, something may happen in the game, and now you got to try to be focused and get back to it. You're a veteran. The young guys look up to you, and, and they've told me that, that they watch you and Terrell very closely, the way you go about your business, your professional approaches. With that being said, when you see Buster's screen go down yesterday and Dexter McDougal is about to enter the game, mm-hmm. do you have to say anything? Or at that point you think he's ready because of the preparation he's put in? Uh, one, I think, he's, I think he's ready. But two, at the same time, any communication with practice. I think the biggest thing is just making sure that we're all on the same page. And once we get to that once we get to that point to make sure he knows, hey, let's make sure we're talking, let's make sure we're all on the same page, and we just play from football from there. How do you, you think know? he handled himself? I think he handled himself pretty good. I mean, he had a nice pass break up in the end zone uh, on the fourth down and got us off the field. Corners, no corners. Okay, you guys talk, you guys watch yourself around the league. Is he, screen talk, talking about him, is he better than what you thought when you watched him? Is he different? As you, do you appreciate him more being around him every day? All above. <laughs> Just been honest. Uh, he's a when you look at him and you watch the film from last year uh, when he was in Cleveland. He's not that. He's not that person. He's a totally different person. He's a you know a fiery guy, a uh, lot of energy, high motor guy, gonna give you his all uh, on every single play. So uh, not only that, but he's he's very smart. He's very coachable, and uh, you know you don't you don't expect that from a young from a younger guy. You know, the guy, you, most guys you get, they already know everything. And they figure they, they got everything under control. But 
when you look at him, he's a guy that understands the system, understands what his job is, and tries to go out and go do his job to, to the best of his ability. Speaking of smart guys, what has Marcus Gilchrist added to the secondary? Everybody's calling him the quarterback of the secondary. Yeah, he stole my interception too yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> So you're not too happy with Gilly right no, now? No, I huh? told him I won't talk to him until Wednesday. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. But, but the scouting report on, on him, because I think we knew what you could bring to the table. We knew what Darrell uh, was. Obviously, Buster's come in here and done a really nice job. But Marcus, he he's really opened some eyes, I think, to some outsiders. I think he really has. Uh, not only that, but I think this this the system that, he, that we're playing in, it gives him the leeway to just be free. Yeah. You know, and that is, you know, our sec, our defense is based on our secondary, making all the checks, making all the calls, making sure we do what we're supposed to do. And, you know, when he goes out there, he's making sure he knows every single position, knows what everyone is supposed to do. And that just speaks volumes for a guy to come in and learn the system the way he did. So, uh, you know, I think this, this defense gives him a lot of leeway to go out and just be the free player he needs to be and the athlete he needs to be, and that's what he's, like, that's what he's out here doing. Before we talk about New England, what are those practices like with you and Brandon Marshall? Battling it out, going up, jumping around. No, you, you checking him, <laughs> defending him, and he's trying to get the ball over you? It's fun. To be honest with you, I mean, he's competitive, and uh, he plays that same competitive that he plays in the game to practice. So, uh, and he's always looking to learn, same as me. You know, we're always trying to figure out what we do, what we did bad on one on a step, or if I've maybe has seen something, he's seen something from me. So it's always about being competitive in that. He's and trying to get each other better every single time. Patriots week. Uh, Tom Brady, we all know, one of the best ever. Uh, and I, I read uh, somebody today, uh, some quotes from you after the game, saying that you've matured as a player as far as how you're going to approach games like this. You know, honestly, it just, it's another game. And I think, to be honest with you, I just learned that from Todd. Uh, yeah. this, this has been a part of him. Been a part in Arizona now. It's just another game. Yes, it's a divisional game, but as like you said, and like you said, it's not gonna hurt us. It's not gonna, it's not gonna, you know, break us or anything else. So it's just let's go play football and just show who we are. How's the Heat gonna do this year? Heat gonna do good. Always. <laughs> Come on. You now. sure? I'm positive. You sure? Grow a big time Miami fan. Talk some. He talks more <laughs> trash than the Miami Heat players. Yeah, about I got the Miami to. Heat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I the East to. is kind of weak this year. It's a Cleveland and a runaway. It might be, huh? Hey, we'll see. Yeah, Nick. Nick's <laughs> kind of rebuilding. Hey, you know, Crow and I have our differences because, of course, Florida State product. Yes. I got my graduate degree from the University of Florida, so the Gators are going to have a big one with the Knolls later this year, bro. I heard, I heard that a lot, but it hasn't had success at all in the past five years. <laughs> we'll have to see. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. How much fun did you have? We were talking to Leger early with the boot camp. How much fun did you have with the broadcasting boot camp this week? It was work. It was work. It was a lot of work. A lot of time put in. And like dude said earlier, Wrap it up, B. <laughs> and like dude said earlier, I think the biggest thing is just the hours that you put in. But you learned a lot and learn about your, you learned a lot of, learned a lot about yourself and what you need to work on. Did well, you did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. He Every loved bit it. of it. No, he didn't enjoy it. He loved it. Yeah. Every bit of it. He loved it. Harder. Uh, studying stats or studying the playbook. Uh, well for me stats come easy. 
So just me looking at it, looking over it, I can remember, I can remember, remember all the stats. Yeah. Quick recall and everything. So, but I think the playbook is more so trying to learn everybody's position. So I think the playbook is harder. All right. Listen, thanks for stopping by. Thank you for having me. Thanks, thanks bro. Um, next time, you know, be a little quicker. Cause I know, man. Yeah. Yeah. Know. So, we'll get you in the leadoff spot. That messed up Mohawk. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, boy. We better go to the break. I think there's going to be a little brawl here. Antonio Cromartie, ladies and gentlemen.